G'day Sports by Fry fans, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sports by Fry podcast. Back here, happy hum day on a Wednesday, doing a Fry's Fast Five. I'm going to try and make this a semi-regular thing. I really want to get to the point where I can do this daily and just talk about five of the trending topics in the sporting world, but I'm going to probably temper expectations to start it off and just try and get them out as often as possible. So let me not waste any time. The first thing I want to talk about regarding the sporting world is Tyler Boyd's extension. If you're not sure, Tyler Boyd is a wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. Had his first thousand yard season last year when AJ Green was battling some health issues. So he uh, definitely performed and earned his paycheck. Four years for 43 million, he got extended. That gives him about the same amount annually as dudes like Larry Fitzgerald and Emmanuel Sanders. So hopefully he can continue to develop and become a regular 1,000-yard season caliber dude. I don't really expect him to do that breaking out uh, straight away next year. I have some doubts over Andy Dalton, their quarterback, and with a new head coach after having Marvin Lewis there for 16 seasons. I expect a bit of a rocky road for the Bengals, but... Yeah, it's a good get to get Tyler Boyd. The big talking point now is what they're going to do with AJ Green. He's yet to sign an extension. He's arguably a top five receiver in the league. He's eighth all-time for receiving yards amongst active players, and he's already in the top 70 all-time period. So he's definitely a talented dude and someone that you'd rather have on your roster. But re-signing Boyd maybe does signify that the Bengals are going to stick with him and not sign Green. So that's something to watch play out and keep your ear glued to the ground on some of those rumors potentially throughout training camp. The second thing I want to talk about is Riley West making his debut for the Western Bulldogs. I have been a massive Scott West fan for years, so I'm all for seeing Riley West uh, play this weekend for the Footscray boys. It makes me feel very old, but it does make me question a little bit about the Bulldogs and where they're going. Their midfield is one of the most stacked midfields in the competition, and Riley West going into that lineup does... uh, cause some concern maybe for a couple of fantasy players. I don't think it'll be too alarming, but we've seen Josh Dunkley play a bit of a weird role to start the season, and that forced me to trade him out. So maybe if they've got another recognized uh, midfielder like Riley West in there, we could see someone forced out. My guess, though, is that it's someone like Tom Libertore, or don't even rule out Bailey Smith missing this uh, next match and getting a rest. He's had a couple of lackluster games recently, so he could get a rest and West could play his debut. The Bulldogs midfield, like I said, is one of the most stacked in the competition, but their forward line has really been their Achilles heel in recent years. They've kind of been making me eat crow this year by kicking a bunch of goals, and I think, uh, what's his name, Aaron Norton, their defender turned forward, is going to be a star of the competition, but it'll be interesting just to see how their rotation works in the midfield and if they can keep putting up big point totals to close the year, because if they can, there could be a sneaky finals chance. I don't think so, but they're definitely a club to keep an eye on. The third talking point is Zion Williamson's new shoe deal. If you haven't heard, he's signed for, this isn't confirmed, it's about seven years and $75 million, so huge chunk of change for us mere mortals, but that puts him about in the same ballpark annually as Clay Thompson and Dame Lillard, maybe even a little bit less for their shoe deals. Uh, It's about five times less than what uh, LeBron makes, but... Zion reportedly wanted to sign with Jordan because he's a massive Jordan fan, grew up idolizing Mike, who didn't, and as a result, just wanted to stick with Jordan and turn down reportedly more money from other big dogs like Under Armour and Nike and Adidas. So 
Zion's now going to have a shoe. Hopefully this one doesn't blow out on his foot. The fourth thing I want to talk about, sticking with the NBA, is Team USA. Now, in the last week or so, we've heard a lot of these popular all-star caliber players withdraw their name from Team USA contention. Zion is one such dude. Uh, Anthony Davis is in that boat. There's plenty of doubt around guys like DeRozan, Lillard, Beal, McCollum. So it does suck a little bit, especially as someone who has a ticket to watch uh, Team USA play when they come to play Australia next month. But it's no real surprise. I think this walk-up you know, all-star uh, American team is going to really be the ones to beat regardless of who's on there. And it might actually make for a bit of a better competition if they're missing some of their real heavy hitters. When it comes Olympic time and World Cup time, it might be a bit different. But yeah, there's a lot of guys pulling out of these exhibition games. It's no surprise to me. But hopefully that means other teams like Australia and maybe even the likes of Spain, Argentina have been contenders in the past. Hopefully that means that these type of teams can contend and maybe uh, not everyone is fighting for silver. Maybe the gold medal is within striking range. The fifth and last thing I want to talk about, I've already mentioned his name, but Bradley Beal has been a very popular player on the rumour mill throughout the last week, mainly because the Washington Wizards have now appointed their, how do you word it, their front office personnel, I guess you could say. Tommy Shepard is now their full-time GM. They hired Sashi Brown, who helped oversee the Cleveland Browns rebuild. He was almost the Sam Hinkie of the NFL. He kind of traded away a lot of bad contracts, took on a lot of expirings, got a lot of draft picks in return, and much like Sam Hinkie, he didn't stick around in Cleveland to see it through, but he did help them kind of build up a bit of a asset bank, and we've seen what John Lynch has been doing with that, turning the Browns almost into a contender within the space of about two years. So, yeah, Sashi Brown might be able to do a same thing, a similar thing in Washington. It'll be interesting to see what path they go down regarding Beal and John Wall. Bradley Beal has reportedly, by Tommy Shepard, been offered or will be offered when they're allowed to legally on Friday or Thursday, Arvo, a three-year, $111 million extension. I don't expect Bradley Beal to sign this, A, because... Let's be honest, what direction are the Wizards going in? Like I've said, they've only just appointed their new front of office staff. And John Wall, we have no idea what type of player he's going to be next season, let alone for the next two or three years. So the last thing Beer will probably want to do is hamstring himself to that team for three years. Granted, he can make more money in the offseason and a long-term deal to stay in Washington isn't out of the question. But I feel like this three-year 111 mil uh, carrot that Shepard and the Wizards are dangling in front of Beal is almost a bit of a desperation play. If he doesn't sign this, there's no reason why Brad Beal won't be one of the blokes traded before the deadline. Probably the biggest star name, I guess you could say, along with Chris Paul, maybe who's most likely to get dealt before the deadline. So that's something to watch. Maybe he'll stun us all and sign this extension uh, over the weekend, but I don't really expect him to go down that path. That's going to do it for a Fast Five. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you give me plenty of feedback. I want to know if people uh, enjoy these small news bites and they want me to continue doing them. I'll be back tomorrow night, maybe with another one. We'll see what happens throughout the day, but I'll definitely be doing my AFL Fantasy team selection piece and then talking everything uh, AFL Fantasy, like I've already said, uh, regarding round 19. So thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, 